Fantagram, you don't get me high anymore on Island 1069 WIIS Key West. Good morning, I'm Gwen Filosa. This is It's Too Early, that's the name of the show. Broadcasting right off Duval Street in beautiful Key West, Florida. And thanks for joining me this morning. I'm super excited to have my guest this morning. Excuse me. Uh, he's a celebrity chef. He's had restaurants. He knows a lot about cooking. He's cooked for Oprah Winfrey. And we're going to talk about spices and such. Chef Kenny Gilbert, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's it's not too early for you, is it? No, no, no. I've been up for a few hours. A few hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. you, keeping chef hours, I guess. You're, always, you're probably always awake. Um, <laughs> tell us all about your um, style of cooking, your, I don't know what the right word is, but tell us what kind of um, cooking that you, you thrive to make. What is your specialty? Um, well, for a long time, my food has been uh, classified as uh, uh, international cuisine with a Southern influence. Um, you know, I'm classically trained um, by way of, uh, French, you know, classical training. Um, I went to the Pennsylvania Culinary Institute, um, back in 91 and 92. And, uh, and since then, um, you know, I've really been just searching for, you know, cooking things, uh, properly in this, in this classical, um, form, but also, um, being regionally uh, located in, uh, in the South. Uh, specifically in North Florida, um, I've incorporated a lot of local ingredients into uh, what I do uh, to to really showcase, you know, what's what's available locally, and then while taking it in a, you know, different cultural uh, places, you know, whether it be Italian or French or you know Spanish um, and hitting the different Asian uh, cultures, whether it's Korean or Thai or Vietnamese, I've you know, I've been studying um, all different areas of food and just really applying um, local ingredients to it. Now, uh, t- tell us about growing up. You you started um, cooking. You started working in the kitchen really young. And, and tell us how that happened. Wh- who inspired you to do that? Um, well, you know, I started, you know, my mom saw something in me very young. Um, she started teaching me how to, you know, how to cook and my way around the kitchen at the age of three, you know, just based on me being curious and always opening up ovens and cabinets and stuff like that. She wanted me to make sure that I was always safe. Um, so she, you know, you know, I, I scrambled my first egg when I was literally like three years old. And then she just nurtured, kept nurturing me um, to the point where by the time I was 11, I was cooking my first Thanksgiving dinner and um, like from start to finish, you know, rolls to pies and turkey and all the fixings. And then, um, you know, that just led me to go into culinary school um, and uh, and just kept, I guess kept pushing. Um, so my parents were really my, my first inspiration. My, my father uh, was kind of an avid barbecue man. You know, he did it as a hobby on the weekends uh, with his friend, uh, Eddie Jones. And you know, just being around, you know, my dad and wanting to, you know, as a, as a young boy, he wanted to, to be like his father. You know, I just always was watching what he was doing. So seasoning, you know, ribs and chicken and steaks and cooking them on the grill, you know, um, he inspired me doing that while my mom um, basically being with her all the time. She just, you know, I was always had my head always in a cookbook and 
looking at cooking something different, whether it's baking homemade bread to make cinnamon, you know, like cinnamon toast, um, or um, you know, cooking fried chicken or making a good side, you know, like potato salad or slaw or whatever. I mean, um, both parents just you know saw that I loved everything about cooking, and they just um, you know helped me uh, mature in those areas. Well, it's amazing. At 11, you cooked the entire Thanksgiving dinner by, by yourself, right? I mean, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You made it happen. Like, I, that's that's amazing to me. Was it for a, a, a large group of people, large family, or just maybe four? Um, it, yeah, there was, uh, well, our immediate family was four of us, but, you know, we always had um, family coming up from, from Florida. My mom is from Florida, um, St. Augustine. Um, my dad's from Chicago. So a lot of, you know, I remember growing up, like all my, you know, always celebrating the holidays with, you know, my cousins and family from down in Florida. Um, and, uh, so it was, you know, probably 10, 12 people, um, I would cook for, I mean, when you, at the end of the day, when you make a turkey, you're, you're, it's enough food for 10 to 12 people, if not more. So, um, so whenever you put together the size and everything, you're not, it, a lot of times you're not just cooking just for a couple people. So you're always cooking for 10 to 12, you know, so probably that was probably the, the starting point um, um, in terms of volume um, that, I, that I learned how to cook for. Wow, that's 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 amazing. Now, after high school, you, you went, like you said, the Pennsylvania Culinary Institute, got your degree, relocated to Jacksonville, joined the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, and you, you worked your way up, all the way up to Chef de, I'm going to say it wrong, Chef de Cuisine. Uh, how, what, how, how did you, um, did you just work incredibly hard? Do you, do you have raw talent? I mean, how, that, that's, I would think, pretty competitive environment. Yeah, it was a crazy environment. I, I remember I was... Uh, when I started as an apprentice, I worked in the garbage kitchen and, um, you know, like I was, I was literally like 18 years old, um, in this environment with a lot of talented people that was a lot older than me. Um, and had a lot more experience, but you know, I was the new kid on the block and I just worked my way up, you know, and I just came in with a, a passion and a drive to, to want to succeed. You know, I got married, you know, young, uh, very young and, you know, I had my, my first child right at, you know, at 20. I was married right at like 19, 20. And, uh, and I, I, I had to work for a purpose, you know, uh, not only my career, but I was also working to take care of my family. So I just kept pushing and, um, I, I would take every bit of overtime that I could. And, and then what that did was it helped me work in other departments, you know, whereas, a regular eight-hour shift might be in Garmage. Then I'll work two or three hours in the butcher shop with the butcher, you know, and he would, you know, teach me how to break down salmon, break down turkeys, uh, crack stone crab claws. I mean, you name it. Like we were doing it for big banquets, so I learned a lot of volume. And then um, I moved my way into the the, the cafe restaurant um, after Garmage and. Uh, and then started learning about three meal periods and, you know, working breakfast, lunch, dinner, overnight shift. Um, I just wanted to do everything I could in every department uh, to say that I was uh, very strong in those areas. So um, and then that led me to the fine dining restaurant um, where I, I started off as a lead cook. 
um, and then worked my way through all the, all the stations and became a sous chef. And we cooked for the first, you know, five diamond or the, the first uh, mobile um, and AAA inspectors that came into the, to the restaurant. And I remember we got our five diamond award. And, you know, I remember specifically the dishes that were that that they, that they uh, requested and and uh, I remember I was like, I mean, I guess I was like right at 19 when that happened. Night, yeah, 19 going into 20, and and I felt very honored that I was able to to you know very quickly work my way up to the ranks of sous chef and cooking for this you know very prominent award that we uh, achieved. And then a couple of years later, um, my chef left to open up his own restaurant, and they offered me the position to be the chef, and I was. You know, I was 23 years old, you know, um, so I think that the people that I was very blessed that I was working with people that identify my talent and my abilities and they wanted to keep helping me grow. They saw that I was at a, a very raw, basic form of, of, you know, in terms of my discipline and my work ethic and then my the standards and quality that I, I would put into preparation and that I was always looking to um get better so um it, it really uh, i was very i think to answer your question it's a combination of raw talent you know god-given ability you know and then and then i think my other blessing was that i worked with very good people that didn't want to um see me not succeed they wanted to see me succeed and they did everything they could to put things in front of me uh to to help me achieve certain goals and and you know, it's kind of like leading the horse to water. We can't make him drink. Mm-hmm. Well, I drink. I drink all the water <laughs> they put in front of me. <laughs> That's great. All That's, of it. That is great. Now, your restaurant in suburban Jacksonville is Silky's Chicken and Champagne Bar. One thing, I mean, everything looks delicious. The prices are incredibly reasonable. I would think is was that something that you, <laughs> was your intention to bring this this uh you know great food for a pretty reasonable price? Yeah, you know. Um, at the time, uh, we opened, you know, pre-COVID, and um, you know, a lot. You know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of uncertainty, um, and uh, we wanted to do something for the neighborhood. I mean, I live in Springfield, so you know, my wife we bought a home here um, one three years ago, and my wife is originally from uh, Springfield, you know, the east side of Jacksonville, and. Um, you know, we were always engaged in the community. We would eat at all the local restaurants, um, you know, shop at the local shops. Um, so, you know, we wanted to offer something that we felt that people could come in and eat multiple times a week and enjoy good quality food. Not just going, you know, my training is obviously fine dining, as we just talked about. Um, in all areas of hotel and restaurants, but at the end of the day, I took it, I've taken all my experiences and I said, well, why can't I, you know, provide something for everyone? You know, I don't have to just cook for the top 5% my entire life, you know, which was the first half of my life, you know, or first 25% of my, my life, I would say that, you know, I was cooking for the very, very, you know, high level tier people that are used to having the best of the best of the best. I thought, why can't I be, why can't I do the same thing, but also make it affordable? Like, you know, so we opened up and everything was like to-go containers and mm-hmm. plastic flatware, stuff like that. And, and we just wanted to put good food on a plate and then make it craveable where you wanted to come back. 
and uh and, and at the end of the day it's chicken although chicken has like increased like six seven times the cost mm-hmm. you know over oh, the last no. yeah it's been terrible it's been crazy and since we opened it, it's the price has gone up like six times uh the cost um wow. it's, it's been, been nuts i mean and uh and i get it i get the you know when you look at the process of how things work and supply and demand and and then where we are with uh the uncertainty with covid and everything um uh, you know at one point these these chicken farmers and everything they had nowhere to send any food because the whole world was shut down mm-hmm. <laughs> so so they had to recover their costs somehow and and we don't know if they're ever going to drop back down the way it was wow and let's talk about spices you're you're known for the blends of spices oprah's favorite things chose the ultimate spice gift your ultimate spice gift as one of its favorite things you've cooked for oprah winfrey what what are we missing out about spices what are people getting wrong and what are you getting right well you know um my career started off you know like i said cooking with my dad and i used to watch him you know taking different uh, seasoning blends and putting together to create his own flavor and his own style of ribs and barbecue. So, um, I, you know, from a very early age, I was always just tasting different things, whether it's cumin or coriander or cinnamon and, you know, lorry seasoned salt, lemon pepper, uh, you know, different types of black pepper blends, um, you know, uh, Montreal steak seasoning from McCormick. I mean, there's all these different blends that are out there. And as you cook with them, you know, and you taste these things, it's kind of like the first time you have a strawberry. Mm. You remember that sweetness and that tartness. It's the same thing with spices. Once you have it once, then you retain that memory. You know, it's like muscle memory. Once you taste it, it's like, all right, cool. That's what lavender tastes like. Oh, okay, this is what nutmeg tastes like. This is what clove tastes like. And then as you, you know, then you realize, you start to realize, like, what things go well with it because you try, you know, like, oh, I can put this on chicken and, that I could put this to complement it and, and then it works, you know? And um, so I wanted to have some things that were, um, that related to my cooking, made it easy for me in my cooking um, versus having to always put together like 10 or 12 different, you know, pull 10 or 12 different spices and make the season one thing. It's like, all right, well, let me create my own blends. And then that way, um, you know, I can be, you know, already, there with the seasons like boom put it on here cool i'm in my cajun realm cool boom i can put this one on here then i'm in my caribbean realm um, i can blend these two together and i've taken it from you know uh caribbean and this and i'm not taking it to the mediterranean realm because how these blend these classical spices come together and uh and so that's been my focus for you know the last 10 12 years at least that's amazing. Chef Kenny Gilbert, uh, the restaurant is Silky's Chicken and Champagne Bar out, out, just outside of Jacksonville. And go to chefkennygilbert.com. Check out the spices that he has for sale. Uh, Kenny, I, I hope you can come back. We're going we're gonna to bug you. You're amazing. and you, There's so much more to, to talk about. And uh, I just want to thank you for, for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye. And thank all of you for tuning in this morning to It's Too Early. We're going to come back with a look at your headlines and the weather forecast. It's probably going to be sunny and beautiful. Uh, Stick around. This is The Strokes. The adults are talking. Island 1069.